0: You're listening to the Pittsburgh Podcast Network, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Music, and Stitcher Radio. Just go to any of those apps and search Pittsburgh Podcast Network. Enjoy the show.
1: We are at Delaney's uh, Coffee Shop, my favorite coffee shop in the city. As you know, I'm a Southsider every day. Taking a walk on the side side now. I love it here. My wife and I love it. We're hanging here at a table. We're looking out on Carson Street. A little bit of rain, as we're used to in Pittsburgh. Gretchen's here, my, my friend Gretchen. Uh, and, uh, thanks for coming by. That's the idea. If you, if you love the podcast, we record at the Delaney's. I'll have it on the website the day and time. Come on, down like Gretchen, hang out, and have a coffee with us. That's what this is—just to uh, hang out, relax, goof around, talk about what's going on. Today we're gonna—we got show. We're gonna slant a little bit towards sports. We're gonna touch on a debate first, of course. We have to. It's, it's the way we have to do it. And then we we'll go into a little bit of sports. I got my man T. Robe's going to be our guest today. T's a brilliant comedian, as you already know, and he really knows his game, man. He's he's friends with a lot of a lot of football players, a lot of Steelers and yeah. football players around the league. Uh, he was actually uh, a player himself. He was a star athlete in high school, uh, in college too. Played, 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 yeah. played college, got hurt. High school, high school. Like he was boy. a big time, big time player, and he got hurt, or it would have been, uh, he would have been hurt if he it were. He, he would have been a, a, a worth a two hundred million, and not even talking to me at all. <laughs> there have been twenty calls to T, <laughs> and it, and say, hey, friend, how are you doing? He just forget <laughs> it. Nothing. I don't know him. Just I have two hundred million. But I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate for the injury because I get the no, no team. Of course, Dave is here. My, my my partner in crime, Dave. We've known each other for 30 35 years now. Is that true? You're 35? dating oh, me? Oh my yes. god! Yeah. We're, that, 90. That We're ninety. We're yeah. ninety. How old are we? hundred? Yes. What is this? Hell's going to Frank's over there. We've known each other for thirty some years yeah. too. It's like you might as well call this the fucking geriatric show. Frank, Frank, Christ! Are, to we, be are, are we are we sponsored by he Arp? Knows more about sports, but.
0: He's running. He's running the camera. <laughs> Frank is, is doing it all, man.
1: No, Frank does everything. Yeah, <laughs> Frank's like my brain, the other half of my brain. For mm-hmm. Christ's sake, it's really mm-hmm. wild. He's got. He can do an impression of you. He's I, soon. You're going to replace. Are you,
0: you serious? He'll be in here just can doing. Do you do? You yeah. <laughs> joking? I want to hear him.
1: Can you do an impression? He can't do it now. No, no okay. one's ever done an impression of me. I want. I really to I want to hear that. No, I want to hear an impression of me so oh, we're bad gonna, we're going to find some people that do. I want. Yeah, impressions. you could do an impression of me. Oh God, I'll buy you a dinner for Christ's sake. We have Ruby here from AMP. Ruby, I am so happy you're here. Thanks for letting us hang out here at the Lanes. Yeah, uh, first thank off, you. we love it here, and I know you, you are part of the, the uh, communications for marketing and all that stuff for the whole AMP group. Which is uh, you can list everything AMP has. You know the whole list besides the Sure, do you we
2: have Steel Cactus down the South Side and Shady Side, and now at PNC Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Local in the South Side. And now down across the street from PNC Park on Federal Street's local brew house. We have Ten Penny downtown on the corner of 10th and Penn. And Social House is coming soon. We also have Diesel and Sky Bar on the south side as well. So, and, wow. and,
1: and I know living here now, in the last six weeks, uh, Diesel, Sky Bar, Steel Cactus, local, they always come up in Delaney's. Seriously, without even anyone knowing as Amp. And I mean it, say oh if I ask what's the best this they're the best that, one of those places come up. You know, they yeah, say we're gonna we're get a nice nice dinner, nice quality dinner. Like, oh you gotta try it local. You know, the of this you and that there, whatever. the south side. They, they well, and it's all quality too, because like <laughs> yeah. I said, it always gets mentioned. So, but the cool thing about the the cool that's the that's the that's the way 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 to me, the way the way the is the charity aspect of, of things because you know that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to give back. You guys, tell us about the charity thing. Ruth.
2: Sure. So today's International Coffee Day. If you didn't know, Happy and Coffee to everybody. I happy send Coffee a, Day. Everyone got Everyone's a card.
1: You'll get it when you get Boom. home.
2: Everyone, happy grab coffee their day. coffee. Well, I'm a yeah, It's always very sleepy, but coffee morning,
1: <laughs> unbelievable.
2: Right. So since Guatemala is a massive coffee producer mm-hmm. in the world. We are choosing, instead of giving something free away today, we're doing um, a donation jar for an orphanage called Dory's Promise. It's located in Guatemala, and it's very close to the Guatemalan city dump, which is where a lot of these children were orphaned, or they're also trying to help families in the area. When I say the city dump, they actually make a living from going to where the dumpsters drop everything Mm -hmm. and try to salvage whatever they can sell or use for their own well-being. So um, it's, it's very sad the way that they live down there, but we were thinking, why not give back on a day where a lot of the times, like Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, they're thinking of giving you something for free. We just thought, you know, let's give something back to... Um, a cause that's near to our heart, um, a girl that works with me, her name's Rebecca Rhodes. She's the event coordinator for downtown. Her mom is going on a mission trip okay. to Guatemala, and that's how we found out about this organization. She's going to bring all the money down
1: oh, sh- for them. she's going to bring it straight um, to them?
2: October 8th, yeah. So there
1: you go. So if you, you donate, stop by Delaney's or any of the amp places that we mentioned, mm-hmm. and, and just... Make a donation if you want because you'll know where the money's going. It's not going to a bunch of administrators. It's going directly to the charity. So right, correct. So that's it's a, it's, it's a great thing, man. Appreciate that. Now, Definitely. wouldn't people just donate any cash? Credit yeah, doesn't matter, we, right? Yeah, we
2: were going to do a percentage, but instead we decided to do um, just a donation for whatever you, go, whatever anyone's willing to Where's pay. Where's the donation jar? Jimmy's um, do- already got money yeah, out.
0: He's already <laughs> pulling the money out.
1: <laughs> the donation <laughs> jar
2: is right at the cash register at Delaney's, so there's yeah. just a big Here jar. It goes. Which Thank ten, you ten so bucks. much. Come on, what's the $10? Come on. All right, so, I'll I'll match so I'm at you. i putting
1: putting. you. Come on. It's just like a... You know what? A movie what? ticket. No money. No, a movie you. ticket or something, right? I mean, it's a lot, yeah, I know, but yeah. still, I mean, you know, helping out a little bit. That's what it's all about. But, Ruby, thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. It. Thanks for hanging out. You thank can you hang out with donation. us, too. You can hang out at the show. Yeah. Whatever. Everybody. Thank yeah, well, there, you. Dave's matching it there. It. Yep. I'm putting. And everyone too. out there listening, stop by. Dave put in for tea. That's pretty. Cool. Put a couple dollars. Yeah. Well, a a coffee, you buy a coffee, give a dollar. <laughs> my- Two dollars, whatever. You know, whatever you double, want.
0: Double out of the commission. Double. Double that's out of the that's commission. what it's about,
1: man. It's, <laughs> it's about balancing things out. That's what it's, it's true. You're blessed. We're blessed, I think. You know, with all this good stuff and great stuff, and living in America and. You know where we live, it's we take it for granted. My God, it's the greatest country. In, in a lot of places around the world, people don't have this; they don't have water, let alone no. coffee yeah. in the morning. Yeah, right. Food, you know, it's
2: good to put yeah. into perspective. It sure. is that's amazing. A great,
1: that's a great cause. That's Thank you. Well done. It is. It is. Uh, switching gears, I'm going to wish happy birthday to Gizmo, my dog Gizmo. Uh, technically, it's it's not October yet, but a couple of days we were there as as, as of this recording. What is this Thursday? The 29th is the recording uh, date right now here. Uh, but uh, T's Everybody's don- Everybody's donating. Up. Yeah. You know, I'm saying this. That's all I'm going to take us. For I'm going to take us and go to Rivers Casino
2: <laughs> and double it. Yeah,
1: for the kids. Yeah, bet, on black, kids. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. bet on black, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll bet on black. <laughs> we will double this.
2: <laughs>
1: I was thinking maybe slot that's machine too, T. I think half of it on the roulette Then we go T. Then we go. Then we go. <laughs> then we go slot. Anyway, to so Gizmo. Uh, the, for those who don't know Gizmo Ruby you don't know Gizmo T you know about Gizmo and Dave and, everyone, yep. and Gretchen I think you do know about Gizmo he, he was the dog who was lost In 2008 In December of 08 It was about 12 degrees out Or whatever And uh, a friend of mine uh, Was walking Gizmo With other dogs And <clears throat> Gizmo was off leash And, and, and somehow got away And uh, other dogs were chasing, or whatever happened. But anyway, he gets lost. So I get this call. So I'm walking around in Banksville Park, and I'm looking for him. And I and my wife and I, Hetty and Hetty and I are looking, in you know, all night long, from like three in the afternoon till the next morning. And I go on the air, or I call into this radio station I was working for, and I said, "Hey, I can't make it in." Yeah, DVE. Yeah. And so I go to DVE, and so they said, "Hey, Jim Cren won't be in today. He Lost his dog at Banksville Park." Yeah, that's that. Whatever they announced I'm not coming in uh anyway just that it's all they said but the way people in pittsburgh are that's how the city is i'm walking around and this guy is uh i'm in the woods and this guy comes out of nowhere and he goes you find him yet and i go, what are you talking about who are you, you? say my dog he said he said yeah gizmo and the guy goes yeah i heard on here you you couldn't you didn't you couldn't come into work because you lost your dog he says i took a vacation day to come out and help you find him Aww. that's pittsburgh and uh the next thing you notice, know, this, this lady was there with her dog to help. Next thing, you know, next thing you know, I made a head count. There was over 500 people at this wow. Banksville Park pitching in to That's help crazy. find Gizmo. We found them three days later. It took three days. So we found them. But there were hundreds upon hundreds of people there. I had three Marines come up. With me. I'm not kidding. They had night vision goggles. <laughs> oh yeah. my and they gosh. came out. They went out. Look, Dave was wow. there. And yeah. Frank and yeah. everybody, all my friends and family that are out there right next to me. Dave and I were... We're trying, I mean, it was cold as hell too. These these are people that really cared about finding the dog, and, and it, was it's like big,
0: it was a big project. <clears throat> Remember, the people were cooking food, and you'd go in, and then you'd go out and troop through. I, and Frank's not good in the woods, and he was all through the woods, and
1: I, and I was I was fortunate <laughs> was that, that I was on the radio, and people knew me, but that's not why people came out. You know that's not. It, it, it would have came up for any neighbor or anybody that you had knowledge of. You know, what I mean? so we just don't know about that happening. Yeah. It was. I was fortunate that I was, something happened where I was able to get the word out. But I'm just saying that people were there because of the, of the way they are, the community, and it was one of the most overwhelming things I ever experienced. I, real, I yeah. never forget that. Hetty also. We talk about that from time to time. So could you believe the kindness, the kindness of people the, <clears throat> to take the time out of their lives to help like that? And that's the way I think in. In general, most people, I think, are like that. I do. In, in, in time of crisis. Anyway, we find Gizmo in no way. In two days, Gizmo will be 20 years old. Well, I don't
0: know how that dog is turning 20 now. He, I, I
1: He is still healthy. He looks great. He has no gray hair. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's getting into my Just for Men. i said that a million times. I think he is. I really do know. I did it as a joke, but I don't see one gray hair. Something's going on. Whatever he's doing, I don't know. I think and he's you, dying. Do you
0: really it. even know how old Gizmo is? Yeah, he well,
1: he could be older. They guessed him to be two when we, <laughs> when we had him. They always say that, and they're always older. Yeah. So he could be older than 20. He wasn't younger than that, I'll tell you that, because he, he was, you know, been around. He was at Animal Friends for a year before I even got him, so it was two they guessed him as. As they said, he was unadoptable. He was a little bit of a biter and a little bit of a troublemaker. Oh. Just perfect, just like me, so I had to take yeah. him. So he and I just bonded one time at an animal walk, and that's how it happened. I took him home, and he's been my best buddy ever since. But, I mean, he's day-to-day. Come on, he's 20. (laughs) He's on seven different medications, okay? And one of the medications is Viagra. And Dr. Aaron, uh, one of his heart specialists, he has two heart specialists. He's better medical than I do. So his heart specialist said Viagra, and I said, that was originally for the heart. Oh. And part of the medicines he gets from the vet, part of the, some of them he gets from Right Aid because of medical and all that kind of stuff. So they're under, you it's know, right? my name. One of them's Viagra. In other words, the Right Aid on Jane Street. Every month, I get my thirty Viagra. They think I'm a machine.
2: <laughs> they
1: think, oh my god, this guy. Where's my Vi-? and I'm and I'm because he really needs it. So I'm kind of adamant. Like I is my Viagra in. Like you know, I can't be missing. I'm like Jesus, this guy really wants his Viagra. I said, no, I need it by tomorrow, like that. And he was just thinking, "Wow." I'm thinking, like poor Hetty, you know. It's like, my God. So, but anyway, yeah, but he's doing, <laughs> he's doing real well, man. Well, and so that's cool. Cheers to Cheers to Gizmo, guys. Cheers to the Gizmo. Unhappy coffee day.
0: Happy, happy coffee, coffee day. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm really getting into these iced coffees lately. By the way. That's what I'm drinking. Isn't great? The cold pour. It's amazing. That. It's awesome. Yeah,
0: you know they, they 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 don't boil it. They seep it in cold water, and it mm. takes the bitterness out. Oh, of Oh, is that how it's done? Yeah, it's they soak they it for everything like this. Well, it, they, and they said it takes the bitterness out of the bean, and the caf, the caffeine count is higher. And oh, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they seep it or whatever the language is. For anywhere between 12 and 24 hours, and, and their brew here is phenomenal. Oh, it is. Tell it's tell best the coffee.
2: Ice versus hot coffee. Yes. Oh. I can tell the caffeine. Oh, really? Differs. I did not <laughs> know
0: the caffeine was oh, higher. Oh, the caffeine's <laughs> higher. Well, that, huh. that's the mystery, too, is people always get the uh, dark roast. Yeah. That's actually less caffeine. Than the lighter because roast. Because they cook it longer, which means that there's less caffeine. The lighter roast is actually more...
1: See, Dave, Dave is... One of the most well-read person, people he's a I, people right. know. Thanks. He is you know, about she every knows. subject, though. and that's funny. <laughs> and no, that's sports. why when, That's why when I'm I concerned. no, that's why when I uh, uh, read a book or something, <laughs> no, you can't Gretchen. I know the it's religion. I know you have to know your sports. Yeah, you. And uh, the well, the funny thing is when I read a good book or something, I always uh, mention to Dave. I'll, I'll, you know, say, hey, check out this because I know he reads a lot of different books, and and so I, I read this book this week wow. is uh, NFL. Uh, confidential, it's called, and it is awesome. If you're a football, they have fan, not listed who the author is. I right? found out who it was. Okay, through through re- some research, who is it? He, he goes under Johnny Anonymous. Like Dave just said, they don't want to list the author. He doesn't want to be known. He tried to really make this so he wasn't known, but he's an idiot in a way. He, he really comes off as an a-hole. when you read it, you don't like him. He's just. He's trying to be likable to us and relate to us, but he's, but he's like that pompous. Is he still a current like, player? Like, I'm too cool, and you're going to be cool with me. And, you know, he doesn't appreciate. No, he just retired. Uh, from getting, he got hurt and retired. But, uh, his name is David Mulk, they believe. It's allegedly, it's David Mulk, who was a uh, backup center for Philadelphia. And the reason they found out they think it's him is because in Johnny Anonymous, he fills in for a star center who gets hurt uh, in 2014. Uh, center for Philly got hurt, Kelch, Kelch, I think his name was, and Molka had to go in. He's listed. He mentions how he's two eighty. He has to weigh in. He's always two eighty five, and they list him at two ninety. He's the only center in the NFL in two thousand fourteen listed at two ninety. So the idiot was trying to be anonymous, but how easy was that to find out? He calls the uh, the diva receiver Dante, they had the Sean Jackson of that year. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like changed names a bit. But no, you know. And, and, but anyway, he's just ruthless to his fellow players and fellow coaches, and the fans. Like he just doesn't like anything or anyone. Well, Philly but, fans. And he's trying to say that that's. But he's trying to say that's what NFL players are like. That, that he said this is the real NFL. That they hate the game. They only feel pain all day, which is I understand that. But it basically, made it that they hate the game. He's always wiser than the coaches, kind of vibe, and just an an a-hole, and, and, and T-Robe, who's one of the uh, great headlining comedians, I love T, one of my favorite comedians, uh, but he, he's a sports aficionado also, T is one of those guys, the most likable dude I know, T could be friends with anybody, I swear to God, you could be, oh, really, you could be fri- You could be friends with some, It could be like the most evil dictator in the world, <laughs> hates everyone, yeah. so, and, and that dictator go, I love T-Robe, <laughs> everybody else, I hate them all. I appreciate. it. I, I slept in T's garage two nights. He had me, Let me sleep there. Uh, he would uh, say, "Yeah, he's a good man." A, but anyway, yes. <laughs> but uh, but you have a lot of uh, NFL buddies. You, you introduced me to the, one of my favorite uh, uh, players from Jeanette days, from his high school days. Terrell, yeah. Terrell, I followed Terrell Pryor. Yeah, Terrell man. Pryor for years, and through you because know, he's a Pittsburgh guy, always took interest in him. He's a nice kid. And you introduced me to him. And you know a lot of the players now from what I described. Do you get that vibe from them? I mean, you, in a way, I know you have to protect them. Well, the, yeah, the, I mean, things,
3: but I'm just saying, I've been friends with a lot of a lot of the players over the years. Does, and that, the, does that? I mean, depiction reflect. Well, right now, I'm still friends with Casey Hampton, and he can barely walk. Every day, he w- he wakes up and he has to get like some type of. Uh, he gets like this acupuncture, those yeah. needles that they put into your skin. Yeah, and he gets that every single day. Just every day, every day, just because he's having such a hard time with uh, with the pain. I mean, imagine just getting banged up every single Sunday. Now there's a no-contact policy.
1: What do you mean? Uh,
3: during practice. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You, you, there's a no-contact policy. They can't
1: hit like they used
3: to? No. not In, in practice, You can't. In, so, practice, in yeah. practice. And huh. uh, I think high schools are going to it. Colleges are going to it now. Yeah. Uh, where they're trying to preserve the body. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, they're it's, trying it's, to reduce the yeah. volume of hits. Because it's, 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 it's well, the there's volume. Big, there's a big lawsuit right now. And I mean, you know, even I have a relative, Tony Dorsett. He's going through it right now. Yeah. Memory loss. I mean, there's so much that goes on with Getting banged up
1: in the in the in the game,
3: well, and I, I played you know at the collegiate level tell, for a tell, short tell time. Tell about how you
1: played in high school. You were a star. Yeah, in, in, high
3: school, in high school, I still have my rushing record for my high school. with Center High School, and uh, back in '93, I have my rushing record, eighteen twenty-three. Tailback or fullback? Tailback. Yeah, I was a lot speed. No, I was a lot thinner. Your speed. <laughs> you, were thinner then. you were to college, yeah, college. You were to college. Yeah, then I went to college and Pitt. played and um, Pitt. Right. What was that Pitt exactly? What was your speed on a on a four three two? Wow! Yeah, four three two. I could That's dunk a basketball, but it's never any taller than what I am now five nine. And uh, I just you know ran track. Well, usually, you don't get smaller. Nah. <laughs> well, until you get a little <laughs> bit older, no, 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 then you start to shrink. Older. You get that you get that hunchback thing going. Cool. You know what I mean? So well,
1: uh, the thing getting back to the guys, I know about the pain because it's like being in a car wreck. Yeah, every I, I game. Still, I, I still, still currently have knee. I have knee issues, and I had two surgeries back then. And I now, tore ACL and MCO.
3: and I still like I know that I'm going to have to have a knee replacement at some point in the. In the future, probably twenty years from now, I'll be hobbling somewhere and can't, you know. But that, I, I on, a, on days like this, when I wake up and it's raining, it's arthritis. I can feel it. I had you know, a, a, so these a, guys are going through a like like a major amount of pain. I had a separated shoulder,
1: broken ribs, uh, uh, torn ligaments in my knee. I played wide receiver, uh, and I was third string. <laughs> <laughs> So, and you're still feeling the pain. <laughs> well, no. What I was going to say is, thank God. He <laughs> didn't thank even God, play. <laughs> yeah. Thank right. God it didn't play much. Be because that shoulder <laughs> and, and the knee uh, was from yeah. f- falling down the steps at North Park Pool area. So that wasn't for football. It was an injury. And oh I feel the gosh. pain. But anyway thank God I was 13. But, yeah. That's just it. Uh, so these guys, it's like, it's like a car wreck for these guys. Well, imagine so, this, they, Jim. They, they, they're, they're, it, they're,
3: they're getting shots. I'm talking like cortisone shots. Yeah. They're getting all kinds of shots to, to temporarily take the pain away. All you're doing is ruining your body worse. If you're playing... With an injured body part. Say so you have something wrong with your knee or your ankle, yeah. and they shoot it, you're just damaging it more and more and more. So then the offseason comes, that all that's gone away, and then basically you've pretty much played on a bad ankle. I know this is callous
1: of me to say, but for a $10 million bonus, shoot me up. Yeah, yeah here we go. Well, <laughs> <me. I laughs> that's Dave and Frank wheel me around. All right, oh, yeah. yeah. A little pain, yeah. what's Percocet? I mean, yeah, I mean, I there's was just a just IV for something. Heavy but these guys, they'd, take, they'd manage my pills. Yeah. yeah. We run. $10 million guarantee. We'd have a yacht and everything. I'd get nine masseuses. <laughs> the question is, though, do these guys regret playing that you know? I, I, I don't. Do they regret no, it?
3: No one's ever regretted playing. Uh, say, I, a lot I, of I money don't think involved. anyone's regretted playing because it, it's afforded them the opportunity to live a life that none of us, you know, most of us don't know about. It's surreal. Yeah. I mean, the things that I've seen, private jets. Strip clubs. I'm just money. I've watched people win six hundred thousand on a crap table. Just, just. I mean that that's something that it's hard to fathom as a person who lives a regular everyday well, not average only, life. Not yeah. only then I
1: mean, you get to walk into the arena. You are the gladiator. You're the yeah. You're, yeah. you're, you're yeah. that rush. You got I mean, as a, a performer, so we, like, much, we love you. Love know? that. You know, three hundred people or whatever theater people, whatever theater group, whatever you enjoy that. Yeah. That's what you're, That's a, It's an energy you can't describe. It's right. a unique energy you appreciate. I'm sure they appreciate that. Well, you got to yeah, take the good with the bad.
3: With everything good comes some, some type of negative.
1: You know what I mean? And, and but this that's, guy, that's a big this tradeoff. Guy said said yeah, this health. guy yeah. said they hate it. They yeah. said that they hate the game. Do they? These guys you know hate the game.
3: No. No one I know personally has ever say, said oh, they I hate, hate
1: the game. Right. While they're
3: current players. I now, like ex-players that I know. Maybe later. Like, I'm friends with Chris Oldham. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Number 24. I'm friends with yeah, Chris Oldham. And I just was out in Phoenix, Arizona not too long ago. And to watch what he's going through from, you know, living a life of luxury to after afterwards, I mean, you're getting so much money every Monday to get these big paychecks, like $100,000, $200,000 paychecks. Sure. And then when you're done playing to see how well he missed or, or how badly he mismanages his money, that's yeah. the thing to Isn't see. Isn't it like after, 70% like,
0: don't have money They don't have the money. It's amazing. They're broke.
3: They're yeah. broke. We're, I mean, come, I'm talking yeah. like come, they would trade places with us in a heartbeat. Well, yeah. you know what? You know?
1: Everyone looks at that and thinks, ah, I, I'd never happened to me. But, but it's easy it's to easy. do because what happens is, say you get a million dollars. It's a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. But don't forget, mm-hmm. you just got the million and you're thinking you're going to make more. Right. Right off the bat, 50% of it is gone. Taxes. Yeah. Now you're down a half million. And then your agent. Then you got to give your agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They always looking the out agent. for the other guy. The <laughs> agent, man, look then you at Dave. No, not only that, <laughs> I was kidding. then you got the agent, then you got other things, publicists, you got uh, uh, different people handling this and that. You're looking at two hundred fifty. Now you're now. down about two hundred fifty. <laughs> yeah. Now you got the uncle, who says they helped raise you, right? Yeah. And they have an invention idea, uh-huh. right? And and it's their whole lives are at stake if you don't give them fifty thousand, right? Yeah, you know, it's going to change their lives, and, and you know, and all that. And they would try to remind you of everything he did for you. You get the 50. Now you're down to 200, and then you want to help out your mom and dad a little bit, so now you're down to maybe 100. Right. And you buy a car, a real nice car, so now you're down to 50. Then you get a girlfriend. And you get a girlfriend. You get a girlfriend. Now you're now, broke. Now you owe money. <laughs> now you're naked. Now, now you're owed money. <laughs> now you're owed money. <laughs> but it happens, like, in, in every – in other businesses, too, the same yeah. way. It's like, you know, yeah. because if you're born in, in a situation where you're wealthy, family's wealthy or whatever it's different everybody made the mistake some generation before you made the mistakes that kind of maybe guide you along but when you're like guys like even myself who come from poor we don't have it it's surreal it's monopoly money man would, yeah. would you
3: rather have had millions of dollars and and then become broke or just live a consistent life like you have
1: well, I kind of did both. I kind well, of you, know, yeah, you Yeah, you work on it. You, I'm not broke, you're rich, huh? I'm pretty rich, but. but <laughs> I'm pretty rich, but, but I made. Let me ask know, Frank
3: Murgy this question. Would you rather have. Yeah, a whole different. No, it's no, a whole but different. Answer rich. Over here. No, but I, rich. No, but I, me but and Murgy, we ain't nothing. No, eh? You know,
1: I, I'm pretty. I'm fair. I, God bless me, but. But, yeah. but you know, I, I made more mistakes than others who wouldn't have if they had, you know, maybe. A generation before them that had a lot of money. Yeah, something. I made a lot of you know a lot of mistakes, and that's yeah. why I could second C. I I was lucky, yeah. you know, that I didn't make a mistake. To <laughs> it broke, thank the Lord. Yeah, uh, but that was just off of different luck. I mean, it was a very luck. Yeah. Just did not maybe willpower to not give it away or not whatever. But don't don't you it think it
0: helped you guys? I mean, working and and moving to escalating yourselves in your in your income. Ball players, they come out of high school and college and go right into pros making millions. They never really saw that building process. They just went right to signing bonuses of millions. It
3: yeah. You want a per- perfect example on, of that? On,
0: on how to make money. I mean, your, your value. And you think it's never going to end.
3: Yeah. Well, here's the, was, per- here's the perfect example, if you don't mind, real quick. Chad, uh, Chad Johnson right now. Completely broke. So Cleveland... Actually, picked him up as a coach. Did you guys know this? In the beginning, of the, the beginning of the season, Chad Johnson was a coach, right? Wow. A wide receiver coach. And Hugh Jackson brought him on to help him out because he's completely broke. He got, he, somebody called him and gave him a speaking engagement and a bonus of $30,000 to come do a speaking engagement the second day of camp. Wow. He flew out to L.A. to do the speaking engagement. Hugh Jackson was like, I don't run this type of, this type of operation. You can't leave camp. He leaves, goes, to the speaking because he needed the money. It's Thirty grand. Right. He comes back. He was like, "You're fired." He wow. Fired yeah, he fired him. He goes, "You can't miss camp." Camp, you know, camp is a big deal in, in yeah. NFL. You that's, can't miss that's camp. The, that's the you know? whole thing. They're building. Yeah, it. Well, it can't. sets an
1: example other players. Yeah. They yeah. can do so,
3: it. So, so, so he fired them. people. That's the true story, and that's out there. Well, that's not, I'm not telling something that you know that's exclusive. That be like that,
1: it's that, uh, company, company yeah. though. I yeah. think if it was an hey, this is an important time for our company. Why didn't he right. just ask? Yeah, I mean, he needed 30 He needed 30k. When
3: you're scratching and you're hurting, 30k is a lot of money. Somebody don't got it. Hey,
1: hey, you can work. There's a lot of people listening right now. Work 40 hours, 50, 60 hours a week, making 30 grand right. or less. Right, and that's what happens. Is the surreal aspect happens where they forget right. that there is real workers out there. Yeah, real people yeah. working their asses off every single day. Yeah. Gretchen, raised their hand. Isn't that true, Gretchen? <laughs> <I'm> chef, <laughs> and you're a you're chef, chef. And, I, yeah. and I think people. I think a lot of people forget that you know, and yeah. if they didn't, you know. If they didn't come from that season. But but a lot of people Aww. do forget that, even if they did come from that sometime. They get a little bit, you know, it gets surreal, I guess. Their lives get surreal. Man, it's hard out there, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. Or like I said, thirty thousand for one speaking engagement—that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's a whole year's salary for. Love. So that's, I understand what the guy Kren was thinking. That's Cren money. Anywhere. Yeah, that's that Kren, Kren money, right? That's what
3: Kren gets. He goes out. <laughs> I need. I need to get a dog named Gizmo. And
0: yeah. yeah. Gizmo, <laughs> altar boy, boom, thirty k. Good night.
3: Like T-Robe, you can open my, up. Here's
1: 500 uh, my, my My wife was... Uh, <laughs> and you owe me 10 he, <laughs> See, I'm lucky. I got a great uh, 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 wife and stuff. And, and uh, she can ground me a lot, you know, because uh, my, my uh, car overheated and stuff. And I'm Whining and depressed about my overheated car. It's in a shop and stuff. And she goes, "How could you complain? This is the worst thing in life. Your Porsche is overheated. Boo hoo, I'm." Yeah, you're right. That's sorry about that. Yeah. Was there
0: anything else in the book that you? Because you know a lot, lot of athletes too. Did you find that the book related true? Or... I thought
1: the guy was full of shit. I, I thought yeah. he, he was a rare anomaly to football. Yeah. That there are some players like that, but very. One in a million, though, that don't like the game, that hate the game, that they, they can't get. A, he would, he would be a guy. Had he been a better, from what he displayed to me, I don't know who this guy, but, but if had, then he's anonymous, I can say anything I want about, right? I don't really know if it's David Molt, but had he been a better human being, he would have lasted a lot longer. And that's the thing with, with any kind of career. You have to, if you're a decent human being, I think, along with longevity, talent, yeah. you're going to have a little more longevity. Because we are just human beings just connecting in this world. And, and this guy was just an asshole every step of the way. Like, he was very difficult to coaches and things when he didn't have to be. It's almost like one of those things where he had a destructive vibe in him. Like, a lot of people can't handle success. There are people right. I know, and there are comedians that we know, that are just really talented. And you think, oh, my God, they should be unbelievably uh, up the la- you know doing this and that. But any time they had a break, they kind of sabotaged yeah. yeah, Like, they almost couldn't handle that. Success yeah. or the the chance. Of yeah, that there's money.
0: something in them that just it didn't yeah, you've said it that something? about a few comedians that yeah. we know. You said that they they just they're almost they're they're, they're willing themselves to to be on There's like no logic. Yeah. There's like
1: no logic behind. So I know, I know, know a lot of comics saying like that mean things yeah, or stupid just, things yeah. to people just because they know you know that you know you shouldn't. Worry. But anyway, this well, guy I, was like yeah. that in a book. He was one of those guys. He lasted maybe four years or something. You know, I said he retired. I think or whatever, but but he could have been in the league for years as a backup, making about a million a year, and he just screwed it up. By everyone hated him, coaches, everyone. He loved the fact that they hated him. You know, I've never met a player that hadn't mentioned
0: the thing that they missed most about the game was the camaraderie and the guys being around the guys and the camaraderie and the unified goal of playing together and that ability and that spirit to really sacrifice yourself for a bigger. For a, a, a bigger good, which is the winning of the game, protecting your other players, yeah, that's a, a shame to have someone out there writing a book that that doesn't emanate any of those things.
1: Oh, yeah. so that's so really, players, I think, well, what the game's well, about. I definitely have a word to say to him if he find out it is really this guy, David Moore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny you say it because I, I know there are guys, no, no name names, uh, they were kind of stars that were just kind of a holes to other players, uh, just didn't get along didn't talk to them, had a diva mentality, never around them. They all hated him. And at the end of their career, they all see it. I really miss the guys. That's the one thing I really miss. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the guys, you never talked to them. They hated you. What yeah. did you do? To, you right.
3: know? I really miss the I got to see. I was guys. fortunate enough to see the other side of it, too, because, you know, Terrell got cut. He was picked up by Cleveland and cut by Cleveland last year. So Which for about, about four months now, there, we hung out every single day working on his game. And I, and I, I remember being in a car with him and hearing talks with him and his agent about how bad he wanted to get back on the field. Sure. So that's a guy who loves the game. yeah. You know what I mean? But maybe he hasn't been beaten up badly enough to the point where he's miserable about it. But he loved the game. And now he got his shot back again. He's starting this year. And he's tearing he up. Is he's going crazy. Amazing. Yeah. 144 yeah. yards last Sunday. Yeah. He looks like
1: he's Had playing quarterback Pop receiver. With these kids, and they made him play uh, safety, too. They put him in on defense. He finally amazing. got yeah. an opportunity yeah. to play. And that's yeah. the interesting thing. Yeah. He got an opportunity to play quarterback again. Yes. Through being wide receiver, through humility. Right. That brings me to the subject of Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, I love the guy, what he stands for. And everything. And I think he's a nice guy. I'm a fan of his. Yeah. I think he was railroaded a little bit. I think he definitely should be at least a third-string quarterback. He won a playoff game. He won games. Him not being a third team is ridiculous for yeah. whatever reason. But on the other end of the spectrum, why is he not humble enough to become a wide receiver running an H-back? Because they said, hey, well, you'll make this team. New England, Bill Belichick loved this guy. Right. He so you'll said, you'll make the team as right. an H-back. We want right. you well, there's that. no way
0: he's going to queue. at. Well, he's not, he does would Right. But here's the thing.
1: If he would have now, right. he he, he went at that time and said, okay, I'm going to be an H-back, I'm going to go and be this. Like Terrell Pryor, there would have been situations where he would have been able to play quarterback again, yeah. maybe another team down the road. Maybe, I don't know. I'm just saying he could have been in the league, but, but he said, no, I'm a quarterback. And in a weird way, you wonder, that's kind of a – your ego. And another thing is, right after he got caught the last time, the, not the Philadelphia, th- just, yeah. just he did real well. He threw two TDs in his last exhibition game, guys. He had yeah, an incredible yeah. last exhibition game. Yeah. And Chip Kelly threw him under the bus. Right after the game, he said, this guy, man, he's not ready for the NFL. He can't play in the NFL. He threw two TDs, by 200 yards. But here's the thing. Montreal Wits offered him a contract. CFL. He could have went to the CFL. It just showed what he could do for one season. He wouldn't do it like it was beneath him. So, sometimes ego gets in the way. I mean, no well, one wants to call him on it, but I'm calling him on it. Isn't his, that a yeah. little bit of an ego thing? What's his deal with the baseball? Because I just saw that he, he hit a home run in his he first. Dis- he, he played his, baseball in high school. He was a star. He's it's, it's, you know, a stud athlete. He decided to go with football. Okay, he, Of course, he ends up with a Heisman Trophy and all. But, he, but he, the accuracy thing with the quarterback, he never really was able to. Like I said, he needed CFL. He needed like Kurt Warner. He needed reps in another league to prove himself. That's the way it was. He wouldn't do it, but he decided he wanted to get back into baseball. He was goofing around and still liked to keep in shape in batting practice. He could hit. So he decides to hold a, uh, all the scouts in the major leagues. He's going to hold a practice. He had two major league pitchers working with him for about nine months. Both pitch ex pitchers, but they were pretty decent pitchers I hear. They said they couldn't – he was a machine. They said they couldn't, they couldn't get him out. He was unreal, these pitchers. They said. And So he said, all right, so he invited all these scouts. Under the pressure, it was a little rough, you know, he didn't do it as well. And the pitcher said – one guy said, I can't believe he didn't just crush this because every day for nine months he's been killing it. But I can understand the pressure. But he did hit about two home – two of them were like monster shots. He had like a 500-foot – I mean, he had like crazy number home run, oh two of them. So the Mets signed him to a minor league contract. In his first at-bat a few days ago, he had a home run. So he's relaxed, he's in the groove. So the, every scout said they don't think he's going to make it because his bat speed isn't fast enough. But they admire the guy's trying. I think it's kind of cool that he's saying, hey, screw it, I'm going to try this. So that's another. Like I said, I, I admire him, I like him. I just, I'm, I'll always be miffed of why he didn't humble himself a little bit. And try another position or go to the CFL. I guess he has his reasons, but I don't know him. It'd be interesting to ask him why he didn't do that. I'm still, it sounds like a logical thing, but he loves, you know, who knows. I'm still or.
0: shocked Jacksonville hasn't taken him. Jacksonville, when he, when he came as, with the other team playing against Jacksonville, they sold out the stadium. They supposedly cover 20,000 seats every game so they can get a, a sellout. And when he came, they uncovered him, and he sold it out. I don't understand look why at they wouldn't stats have him the on the
1: Eagles last year in the preseason. Look at them, and then you'll really be miffed. Look at his last game. Last I exhibition. think coaches yeah. are looking
2: Watch
3: at like, he, like he, he was almost selfish. Like you're not like a team player. Yeah. I know. Uh, coaches look at that. You know, and like hey,
1: maybe what not. T- maybe, did you hear? Well, hear
3: he was my, my thing was this: if, if you don't, they said, hey, listen, we don't think you're going to make it as a quarterback. Why don't you try and change positions? Oh yeah, for the betterment I, I, of the team. Saying, yeah. yeah, for like the betterment of the team. So when you did. say no, mm-hmm. you got every other NFL quote coach looking at that like this guy's selfish. He's not for the team. True. Yeah. And and, and to me, if I'm a coach, do you want a selfish player on your team? Well, so he I, did. I mean, they're, he did they're out say him but not He, doing he that.
0: has come out and said that he would only take a quarterback position. Yes. Yes. I, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. That was a statement from him that I'm. The only way I'm going to play football is if I play quarterback.
1: Right. Because they, they, there were several teams that said, hey, we'll sign you. Yeah. Like I said, it's an H-back. It's like, yeah. Like I a even heard what tight end I heard for him, too.
3: I heard. Tight end. He is a tight end. He is
1: a big He said he can yeah. maybe be a running back, a third-down back man. or something, whatever. I mean, so an H-back is that extra. But, it, but anyway, like a receiver kind of back. I don't know. There, yeah. there were, like, several positions. He's a hell of an athlete. Obviously, he's 29, and he really is He's an A-ball. And yeah. it's pretty impressive for the Mets. He was in a structural league, but still. I mean. Hey, if he can get his bat swing up as a maybe I doubt it. They said there's a million to one shot he'll make it to the major leagues at 29 years old. But yeah. hey, like I said, I admire people taking chances like that, but I also I don't know, mix, I have a mixed review on him because of that whole yeah. football thing. I'm not sure, but I mean, hey, it's hey, he's be, he's he's, you know, to each his own, man. to I mean, each his own. He's yeah. doing his life the way he wants to do it, I guess. He's a multimillionaire. He did he's doing something, right? Yeah, he's not broke. Trust me, he's not. I don't think. No, I don't think no. Jesus hates him. Yeah, no. I yeah,
3: he ain't strained up at all. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think. I don't think Jesus hates him, I don't think Jesus is crazy about him. Though. Yeah. No, right? <laughs> this is John and Craig, and we are from the
0: Jagoff Podcast, the only podcast all about Pittsburgh. Check it out on PittsburghPodcastNetwork.com.
3: Oh man, do nah, you go to a lot of games, too? <laughs> What's that? Do you go to a lot of games? Yeah, yeah, I go to I'm every every week. I'm, I'm, if I'm off, I'm a, I'm at an NFL game, whether it be Cleveland or I have I have cousins who are sports agents. And uh, have, you, have
1: you done a Super Bowl yet? Yeah, season? I've been to a couple Super Bowls. Cool? Yeah, Super
3: Bowls and Pro Bowls. I was at the Super Bowl when we played in Tampa against Phoenix, Arizona. Oh. That was a great one. Best I, game. I went, I went with. Uh, I went with Casey Hampton. That was, you know, probably the most fun when Santoni Holmes made that. Probably touch, one that of touchdown the best catch as yeah. Super Bowls. Uh, ever. It was unbelievable. Jimmy, tell the story
0: about how when you went you went
1: to the winning Super Bowl, then you went to the Win. Tell them how they... It was my favorite experience was that Super Bowl, by the way. Yeah, but like they said, in every Super Bowl, I got to cover a bunch of them and um and every time the game's over, winner and you already knew win or lose. The NFL throws a party for both teams. Oh yeah, and it's a big time party. It's a couple hundred grand they give them because it's like monsters. Yeah, and if you win, I noticed now, I was on a lot of winning ones because we won in, in Detroit mm-hmm. and we we're in, a, you know, the 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 one in uh, Tampa. 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 Yep. So I'm in two winning ones, and Kevin Colbert, the nicest guy you could ever meet, a friend of mine for years, and. You know, so you see, I was fortunate to get, to get invited to these parties. It's, you know, a private party afterwards, whatever. And so you go to the party, and it's the most incredible thing you could imagine. I mean, I'm there, and there's like Snoop Dogg hanging, and, and Kid Rock is, then they all have a band. They always have a band. Yeah. And so the band's up there, and it's like whoever was like Hank Jr., I think, or whatever. And like I said, Kid Rock, and then you got Snoop up there, and Jay Z, you got every Everything. star you could think of, whatever, is on stage. And everybody's had cigars, and they're celebrating. The champagne's flowing. They just won a Super Bowl, right? I remember uh, Detroit, it was crazy, too. The first one, I was the winning one, I was, it was not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Fans up there, whatever, whatever. It was crazy, okay? So now we're in Dallas. And as you know, what happened against Green Bay, we lose. So after the game, I said, Hedy, we got to go to the party. And I said, we, we invited to the winning parties through the years, yeah. you know, Hey, I can't do that. I can't not be at the party where they lose. I'm, uh, she's not right. we got to walk in there with these guys and, and uh, go. So She's okay. So we go to the party, and I'm thinking, I wonder, what is it like? Do you lose this one, right? So I walk in, and it was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. There is James Harrison with his head down, a bunch of empty tables, players scattered around. They all have to be there looking miserable. Dick LeBeau is just reading something. And Casey and his sunshine, sunshine Band on stage going, There's wow. a party going on right here. He's <laughs> singing a <the> celebration. <laughs> I swear to God, I walked into this. I was like, Wow. <laughs> and nobody's doing anything, He's crying. Yeah. In pain. I was yeah. Like, this is the weirdest thing ever. did you but say the food get- was terrible? Like oh, they had, like Doritos or something? Well, in the winning one, you get the greatest food in the world and everybody's there and I say Snoop Dogg everybody. This one, you get like Danny Bonaducci or something walking by and maybe the Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Doritos Indiana. and Twinkies. That's it. That's your only <laughs> well celebrity. the moment you said <laughs> Casey out.
0: and the Sunshine Band, you knew where which Oh you knew you were on the losing side right there.
1: <laughs> you know they wait until after the game, they tell the bands, you know. You yeah, know, KC doesn't know they're with the losing team. They <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. They wait to see who's losing. Go, KC, you're with this team. You're with that. Yeah. Yeah. Snoop and the guys are over here. Are he should know. <laughs> he, he knows. He knew deep down. KC knew deep he down. He knows. He knows. He I knew know. he was going to sing Celebration to uh, the uh, hurting, <laughs> painful, painful house. The whole super thing. It's funny because the whole week is, is, is strange. The whole thing is that the parties. It's about the parties. And, and, and it's about the, the thing of the media road, like 200 300 whatever media things there, and you're know, thousands of you know, all the stations are all there in these little cubicles, and you have these stars come by parading through, but they're all selling stuff, so it's the oddest interviews ever in the world because they're all selling stuff and they don't have to work it in like whatever they're selling, they will work it in. Oh, wow. Like, they'll be like, All right, they'll, they'll introduce you to you. are just sitting there, you way to parade these people through. So, be like, Hey, Jerry Rice uh, is going to be on the show in five minutes. Oh, great. So, you know, I'm whatever. Jerry Rice comes in, and, and his guy from Breathe Right, or whatever he's promoting, they're like, "Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, John Doe from Breathe Right, Jerry, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, I don't to sit down. And then he's hey, Jerry, what was it like, you know, winning the Super Bowl last minute, whatever, Joe Montana's drive, you know. Well, it was great, but if I'd had Breathe Right on, it would have been better. <laughs> right? so, yeah, they just work it in no matter, a what, no matter what stuff, they're yeah. saying. You yeah. Got, yeah, there's like nine Breathe Right mentions, and every, <laughs> you're like, that's interesting, it's very good, very good. The, the, the uh, funny thing was in every Super Bowl we covered, uh, hey, my wife knows nothing about fo- football at all or any sport, and she decides that the Super Bowl is when she wants to learn. Uh-huh. So you got to give a tutorial
3: during the oh, game. Oh, most
1: intense moment of the game! I get a tap on the shoulder. Yeah, I get a tap on the shoulder. Most intense, tense moments of the Super Bowl. I get Wait, how many points is a field goal? Again. Will you please stop that? Yeah. Ask me this in preseason Yeah, man. That's a pre-season <laughs> question. Well the funny thing is Hetty uh, loves the celebrity thing. It's fun. Who wouldn't? It's fun, right? Yeah. So we'd go to these parties and for some reason she would torment Evander Holyfield for a few Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, like three Super Bowls. She tormented him
3: for three Super Bowls.
1: Because he, for some reason, would show up at these certain parties or whatever. And Hetty doesn't know many sports people. She, I'm a boxing fanatic, okay? So I watch all the – I would buy all the pay-per-views. So, obviously, Hallifield at one time was on a million of these pages. So she kind of knows who he is just by me watching his fights through the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she goes, oh, there's that fighter. She said, with the ear. His ear's bitten off. I go, yeah, Evander. Yeah, Evander. Yeah, Evander. I need a picture with him. So she goes – the first time, she goes up to him. And, and she says, uh, Can I get a picture with you? And poor guy doesn't even, he's just completely. You, you talk about injuries. Yeah. This guy was in boxer forever, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. He has, he said, yeah, all right, let's do a picture. Right, boxing's a good game, whatever. So, so she's there, and uh, and we took the picture, and it didn't take. So he's eating. So Hetty walks up and can I take another picture. <laughs> he's eating. He goes, Yeah. Yeah. She gets up, takes another picture of Hetty. I'm not kidding. it It was a cardboard camera thing Uh, That's what we had back then Yeah, yeah First Super Bowl Yeah Didn't take She did it again And we finally get it Next Super Bowl Same thing we didn't have the car, but but it, she didn't like the picture. So she goes up again. He's eating. <laughs> Take another picture. She did third, two, three Super Bowls. She did this to him in a row. Yeah. Did he remember lot. her about the third one? Like no hey, uh, No, we had no idea. <laughs> yeah, but like, hey, the most amazing because <laughs> I would remember that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> i like, <I'm> like, no, <laughs> two pictures with you the last oh, three yeah. years in a row. <laughs> I just thought that was a we, yeah, is the funniest thing. Like, You're torturing this man. You're torturing VanderHolyfield. Why? Leave him alone. So
3: she has three different sets of yes. pictures with the. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to get back to the Super Bowl this year so we can go and so take another take picture her, he see all he's <laughs> yeah. doing. I want to I'll do a whole photo album with with Vanderheil <laughs> and heady?
0: Doesn't she have a picture with Tyson, too?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Tyson, um, I was at the, there was a party, the, the, the Maxim party. It's a big party. and uh,
0: I remember you were going to get uh, get tickets for Frank and I if we went down to that. Yes. That's the, that was the party. It's the party. Yeah.
1: Like, the Playboy party's big. But this is bigger. Everybody wants to get a Maxim party. There's only about 850 tickets sold or whatever. They put it in a solid, cool place. And they're three thousand dollars a ticket. Wow. That's face value, not the scalping value. So, buddy of mine, Rod, close friend, yeah, he, yeah. You know, he gets ticket. He's a ticket. You a, a ticket shot company. Out. He'll love that. Yeah, Rod. Yeah, yeah, best ticket guy in the world, and one of the closest friends. And he, so he gets the tickets. So every star's there. And it's really a really cool party because it's like you said, they only sell so many, but I know why because it's not crowded and you can kind of get a drink and the food's unreal. You know a cir- what's it called? Circus Soleil or whatever? Circus, Circus cir- Soleil. Circus, soleil. Soleil. Circus yeah. soleil. It's literally there. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it. That's your entertainment. Right. Is that. That's how big it is. Yeah, that part. Wow. So they're doing that and you're like doing all It's pretty cool. And, um, uh, I remember sitting there talking with Norm from Shears for like half hour about pit football for some reason. I don't know. but Weird shit like that's happened. Like, at least uh, you know, stars, offbeat stars, and Jessica Alba walks by, you know, and Paris Hilton, and her entourage walk by, and so whatever, and, you know, Katy Perry walk by, whatever. You see them all, they're all there. Yeah. And uh, Tyson, Mike Tyson's there. But Mike Tyson, nobody is around him. There's like a, a group of people staring at him, just against the wall, and he's drinking like a club soda, it looks like, or something. There's nobody. There's a bodyguard kind of off to the side, which is weird. A guy, Mike Tyson needs a bodyguard. Isn't that weird that he needs a bodyguard? Yeah. He could beat up his own bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> so he's the bodyguard. So, the so bodyguard's saving you yeah, from him. Yeah, exactly. So he doesn't kill me. If you make the mistake. So Tyson's <laughs> off to the side, and he's, and he's there. And I remember a guy, John Saraceno, got to know John a little bit. He's a USA Today writer, wonderful sports writer, covers everything from football to boxing. And he knew Tyson pretty well. You know, he, he was the guy Tyson would talk to after fights and things. And, you know, John's just that kind of guy. He's genuine, quality man. And Tyson, and, and I remember him saying about these stories about he and Tyson. So Rod does like, saying to me, don't, don't do this. And I'm going to I'm gonna go in and say hi to Tyson. And he's like, don't, don't, don't bother him like that. Really don't bother him. And he said, no. Nah. I said, I got to do this. So I, I break through the crowd. And Tyson looks at me. And I'm like, you really look mean. Like, he's going to kill me. So Mike Tyson's like, kind of like arches his back, shoulders back and chest out. I'm like, holy shit. Mike Tyson's going to kill me. <laughs> but I don't know why. I kept going. So I keep going, and I walk right up to him, and I said, Mike, uh, great to meet you. It's an honor. Uh, John Saracino is on a show I do, a radio show from time to time as a guest, and he starts to get, like, misty-eyed. And he, and he hugs me like a bear hug. And, my, and his head, he's shorter than me, believe it or not, and, and his head goes right into my chest. And you hear him kind of like wimp, crying a little bit. Like, a like not crying, but sniffling. And, and his little head's in my chest. Not little, but big head. Big head. And, he, and they got me in a bear hug, and I'm sort of losing wind. Because his is tighter and tighter, like kind of a bear killing you. And, and I'm kind of up off my feet a little bit. People are watching, and it's all you hear in a muffled tone is, Don't say, you know? It's the greatest guy in the world. <laughs> I love John Telasino. I love him.
3: please, please,
1: tell John Telasino you know, that I said hello. Please tell him I said hello. No, wait. I will. I'll tell him you said hello, Mike. Thank you. No, 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 no. You don't understand. Make sure you promise. You, <laughs> you will tell John Telasino he said, please promise. I'm gonna say I promise. He goes, okay. Drop he dropped me, Drop me. And I kind scurried <laughs> away.
0: <laughs> Weren't you a little worried when he hugged you? Were your ears, were you worried about your ears? <laughs> I got to tell you,
1: my lungs were cracking a little bit. People were like horrified.
0: He well, came, never, he never, came never, to the
1: Pittsburgh he... Improv uh, well, Mike, oh, about,
0: yeah, about
3: two years ago. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. yeah. He yeah he, he's was. Yeah. he been
0: here for boxing. Frank did some of the fights. Yeah. I fight. yeah. Yeah, yeah. came yeah. out on stage.
3: Yeah. I, I, did a, I did a set when he was at the Improv. I came yeah. out on stage. I asked the DJ, let me have his, uh, his headphones. Oh. My first joke was, I know what you like to eat. Yeah. You know what I
0: mean? He has oh, – Larry, Larry Richard has a picture he uh, put out with Mike – Looking like he's going to chomp down on his ear. Yeah. Oh, what? That was, I'm not even kidding because they had him on when he was promoting the fight, and he, and they took that picture of him looking like he's going to chomp down on Larry's ear. It is the best. Oh photo. my god! You, you, know, you know,
1: what's awesome about that? I watched. There's a documentary on Netflix about that.
0: About chasing Tyson.
1: Chasing Tyson. That's a great Chase. show. Did you ever see that? No, I didn't. Oh, I recommend anyone Chase, listening. Who who was it? Was that Vander? Evander Holyfield. Yeah. They go all the different fighters and stuff with, with Tyson. How I mean, he was amazing, Tyson, as you know. But I got to tell you right now. As great as Tyson was. He really was. Uh-huh. Well, to me, the no, Lennox Lewis is the best, I think, ever. Sorry. Yeah, uh, he's a beast. I'm, if you had to pick a fighter that yeah. could win, beat anybody, I'm saying in history. I think he beat anybody in history. In, in uh, history? I, yes. No, uh, and but, 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 but I got to say, Evander Holyfield really beat Tyson to the point where that's why he bit his ear. He was yeah. embarrassing him. Yeah. 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 Tyson was older. I think if Tyson was younger, it would have been a better fight, closer right. fight. It, Maybe he would have caught him and knocked him out. I don't know. But but, but boxing wise, Hall of Field was superior.
0: Field was the Joe Frazier to, you know, Frazier always had all these number. Yeah. And Hall Hall of Field was a better
1: boxer. Yeah. He was an all around boxer. boxer. But he Tyson was a great the, fighter and all yeah. that. But fighter, not boxer. But I got to tell you, Lennox Lewis, I don't know, pound for pound, I will give in his prime. He was a heavyweight. You would give it to him for best of all time. And I love, believe me, I'm a huge Muhammad Ali fan. Ali was yeah. a, amazing because he was a mixture of almost like a lightweight, a middleweight, quickness, and a heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. But Lennox Lewis Ali, could take a punch. Even you know, it, he was fast. Yeah, and he was massively big. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just I don't know, Ali. It would be a hell of a fight. Yeah,
0: but but as a guy. Who would you be most scared to get in the ring if you had to get in the ring? There's no question. Looking across the ring from from Mike Tyson, no, Tyson
1: would be the scariest. He,
0: that's primal fear. I mean, that, Tyson would be he the scariest. Looked, yeah. Yeah, he, he's the scariest. Look,
1: you would think he, that Ollie would have sympathy on you. Tyson would Tyson's beat, beat fighters yeah. before the fight yeah. Yeah. psychologically because he was so menacing looking. He'd give you that look. Yeah. He beat uh, Michael Spinks. He beat in sixty <laughs> seconds, but they said he beat him before the fight. Spinks didn't even want to get in the ring with him. Yeah, wow. He said, "I don't and want to get in the ring with this guy." Yeah. But Ollie, all around, all around. I, I just Ollie over. I like his style, I loved I Oli. man. Well, Ollie was and fast, and yeah. He was amazingly fast. He hit incredibly hard. Brilliant tactician. Foreman though was a great fighter. He went into that fight yeah. out of shape a bit, and that yeah. hurt him. Foreman, but I I know, but look at Lennox Lewis. I know it's a crazy thing to say. People probably think I'm not saying Lennox Lewis. But I'm telling you, man, all the fighters I've ever seen, I've never seen anybody like Lennox Lewis, who was just both a a great boxer and had that power and had that size. He He had quickness. I mean in his prime, his absolute prime. Yeah,
0: he had all those things, but everybody would love to have what Ali had, where you look absolutely defenseless and can move... At will and 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 make another person look foolish in there. It's almost yeah, it was, was almost amazing. a martial artist yeah. style. I mean, it is. No, all the great he players have boxing. martial art. He yeah. changed Asterix. boxing. Nobody defended themselves like. He what's did. going on
3: with boxing these days? There's you know how all these it's names we're talking about right now. All these names we're talking about, and
1: now I'm. And
0: we're, in lull. Yeah, we're in a yeah. law. Yeah. we're for boxing. May- well, we you are, and, and I think it's going to be a difficulty because MMA Yeah. MMA is pulling all the youth and all the all the talents moving in that direction, yeah. and now you're going to see more and
1: more in that. So but boxing still has the money. I think boxing yeah. is still is, big the money. I love MMA. I do. I think I watch it. I think it's interesting. But I don't think. I think for ten years I've been hearing MMA is going to take over boxing. I just don't see them ever taking over boxing. Yeah. Because boxing. It's just easier to follow. That's all. That's the only reason. Yeah. I don't think I, yeah. it's a great, both great sports, wonderful to watch. But I like MMA mm-hmm. because I was, you know, as a child, a kid, I was a boxer, and, and I just like like the sport. But I'm just saying if you're just, ca- boxing can take a casual sport person, and there's human interest to and it's easier to follow. That's all. That's like, the only yeah. difference, and I think that's why it's broader. That's why you have, you have not seen an MMA fight in the league of Whit Mayweather or you have not seen, but I wonder if one hundred and fifty two hundred million dollar night. Yeah,
0: but, but I wonder if that's because they control it too much. You know, you don't have the personal personality development that you have in boxing, and the the and, and, and the money behind it. Because of that, I, I don't know. I think and it's the promoters. Part of it.
1: Well, the media creates these guys. Yeah, they do. Now it's a, it's a marriage, and it started with yeah. Howard Cosell and Muhammad Ali. They yeah. saw that. Yeah. Ali was brilliant, right? But he Cosell was the guy who just set him up. That was the thing. It was just that it was almost like the, the the combination team of the without him he doesn't have anything. Without Cosell, really he'd yeah. be a great fighter. We don't believe not know him like we know him. Cosell would create the drama. Same with, with Mayweather and, and Pacquiao and people like that. I know their story through these media people. Maybe when they're not like Cosell. They're not as great as he was as far as drawing a picture. Yeah. But Hey, apparently Lampley and Foreman, whoever the hell's telling the story, Larry Merchant, they're all telling the story. But there, there's definitely. There's definitely a story that we know about these guys. Like you know, you know, Hands of Stone and you know you know what I'm saying? You know the drama yeah. behind yeah. it. Yeah. Like you didn't you want to see Pac, yet? Yeah? And yeah. Mayweather because I of, did. Because we knew the story though. Didn't he say Pac out he was hurt that first fight? He, yeah. he yes. hurt? Yeah. said he hurt his yeah. uh, hurt, did, I don't is that know why. movie out Should yet break.
0: about um,
1: Yeah, the the Duran it's a Duran yeah. movie out, right? Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is fascinating too with, with that whole deal with Duran. Uh, Durant. Are we on the air?
0: Yeah. Oh, good? yeah. No, we're on. We are. Hey, um, speaking of boxing, what
1: did you think of the debates? <laughs> nice. The debates. <laughs> we'll segue. I'm watching it. The, I'm watching. Punches for. Us. Ah, <laughs> right. No. Well, you know, it's funny. I don't know who I'm going to vote for, and I don't. And I think a lot of people are out there thinking the same thing. It's like, okay, you got Hillary looks like a Muppet or something, and <laughs> in, in rehearsed Muppet, and then you got Trump, who's just crazy. And I, yeah. and I love them. Hey, I'm sure I admire them both. Well, they're as a running, comedian, you two
0: have to be thinking Trump would well, be we'll a great president. Well, lean
1: in toward Trump. <laughs> Donald comedians. Trump, to That's me. Gotta be the- That's a headline set well, right you? there. That's a headline. Donald Trump, to me. 45 minutes on Trump. <laughs> and, and like I said, I don't know if i voted for him, but Donald Trump, to me, is like taking my, my six-year-old niece Ella to Walmart where there's no filter. You know, it's like he would be like the little six-year-old, like, you know, she's fat. Be quiet. She's fat. <laughs> Stop it, Ella. She's fat. He's bald. He's bald. Please, Ella, I'm sorry. He's bald. Look at his nose. Stop it. But it's true. What can I say? It's true. He's bald. He's got a big nose. Please. <laughs> it's like having that. No filter. It's filter. like having my niece. Yeah. No, filter yeah, no filter. It's like, my God, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, little Ella's, which I love. Yeah. And, you know. So I don't know. Be kind of interesting, be interesting. Yeah. but but I but every every the whoever's vice president, Pence, what is his name? P- Pence. Pence, Pence, I don't even know his name. Pence is gonna be doing that. He's gonna be like, No, no, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be like me with Alan at Walmart. He's a filter. He, know, he doesn't have a big nose, that guy. What, yeah. what happened
0: to Chris Christie? Did he just disappear? He yeah, ate himself gone, to
1: I something. I don't know. He's
0: just a, ruined his career completely. It's, gone. You know, it's, it's funny. You know, though. and I liked him. Yeah, I thought he was, yeah. I, I thought he was gonna be a
1: major contender. Yeah, and now. He's a zero. Well, you know, it's funny. You talk about boxing. And it's true. These politicians, man. Yeah. We don't even know the greatest, the greatest put, person to be president. We take if, you the look, if you don't have the look. Yeah, I know it in money. <laughs> if you don't have the look, you don't have a certain image, you don't have a certain whatever, you don't have the right PR people. Yeah. I mean, the greatest president or whoever it could be might be out there, but, but they don't have the package, the, the total whatever, the marketing and everything else. So now we got Hillary and Donald Trump. And i got to tell you, I know everybody always thinks, the way our country was set up, I believe, our forefathers they knew what they were doing we'll be fine with either one everyone's all oh, every time you get a president elected oh it's the worst it's gonna... no it's fine yeah, but did you we got how... senate we got the house we got everything to keep checks and balances i think yeah well it's hope so but look at
0: the public they had i think it was jimmy kimmel he went out and interviewed people on who he oh thought ran won the debate but he did it the day before the debate, oh, yeah, so people thought they. He goes, "Who do you think?" And people would go, "Oh, I think Hillary did great." And the other guy, "Oh, Trump, yeah. I love his points. I thought." And so then she asked him, "What did this you this think? That's what funny. did you think when Trump challenged her pu- to pull ups, and she did <laughs> them?" She goes, "I know, I couldn't believe that. Could you believe she could do a pull up?" People actually answered those questions, Come on, man. and well, they're the, voting.
1: Well, here's that's the here's yeah, the thing. I mean, this here's the scary part: of they can they can say things. They're so good at that level. Yeah. Both the Hillary side and Trump side. That's how they got as great as they are, really. So they're successful. There's
3: 350 million people in this
1: country, and these are the two. These are the two. But you know what, though? I was watching. I don't don't get it. There's a Charlie Rose interview with with Bill Clinton, Mm -hmm. and it was after Hillary collapsed from uh, the pneumonia, and there was a lot of media on her health and everything. And I'm watching this, and it took me a second to catch what bill said how he was smoothing it over yeah the fact that she passed out and, and, and charlie was like you know the country's concerned about her health and you know, it's going on and on and on about the health you know about the pneumonia and blah, blah. he's well uh charlie uh i just uh i gotta tell you uh, she did have pneumonia but uh that that was going around. There were a lot of a lot of people that had had to had it and uh, she just happened to catch her going and he goes on with a thing and i 'm sitting, around, wait a second. <laughs> There <laughs> yeah, ain't a lot of people that had pneumonia. We have had a flu, had <laughs> had a you know, flu going around. Right. But have you ever heard of him going? Hey, why pneumonia's going around these days? <laughs> no, but he made me but believe he it. He sold it. He, he sold, sold it to me for about That's two
0: minutes. That's why we should just have him run again. He's so <laughs> good. He is so I good. I would vote for him again. He oh is. Remember the nineties? He's scary. They're all good. He's yeah. everybody. Yeah, he's has really scary. Good. <laughs> yeah. Funny. He.
1: Rose was getting on him about the Clinton Foundation. He's so good. Yeah. that he made Rose afraid. Rose almost start crying. He starts saying about the Clinton Foundation and their, you know, anything illegal, and he goes, no, I don't, I don't believe you asked that question, Charlie. I mean, man, I wish I thought you were more prepared than that or something. He's like, uh, he's like, <laughs> like that's unreal. Could you imagine? He backed a, him off.
0: Could you imagine that Clinton was debating if Bill Clinton was debating Trump? Oh, it
1: would wow. be too. Trump will be hiding under the podium. Oh, People yeah, very that much. have met Bill Clinton say that he owns the room. He walks in the room yeah. and he owns the room. They say there's yeah. something about the guy. He's, have he's, you ever met him? You ever chase I have him? never had the pleasure no. of meeting I've interviewed yeah. him on, yeah, on the phone. We,
0: Frank and I went to um, the first time he spoke when he had left office. There was uh, He did a, it was his first series. public speaking engagement. And uh, what's like? he, he's amazingly powerful. Amazing. Amazing wow. speaker, wow! He, that, and to me, that's what we need. We need somebody that elevates all of us, mm-hmm. not somebody that. Well, that, well unfortunately,
1: that's, we have we have very uh, difficult choices here. It, we all, you know, you know, in in uh, the, the election when Hillary was running against uh, Barack Obama in a primary, I get the interview for like ten minutes on the phone, uh, in a phone interview. And you're right; at the end of the interview, you love him. You don't even know what he's saying. Yeah. But you love him. His voice is melodically, mm-hmm. you know, gets you in a, you love me, you love me, you love my wife, you love my wife, you love me, you love me. You're like, you know what, I do love you. <laughs> you love did my you wife know. more than did me, you- but that's okay. You're not what, allowed.
0: You're, not, you're not, allowed not allowed once you're
3: president, yeah. But you yeah. know what, I, what, that,
0: what did you think of the debate?
3: Well, I, I just, just the whole, you know, I thought the first 20 minutes, I'm like, okay, Trump's actually holding his own. And then, yeah. as it went on, you yeah. could see who he truly was yeah. shine through. I'm like, yeah, you're still retarded, dude. And remember, she kept working. The then, and then, the, then he goes. About him not paying taxes and seeing how smart he was for not doing that. Yes, mistake. Yeah. And then the interview afterwards, and he goes, "I never said that."
0: Yeah, I'm his like, ego. This got guy,
3: it, he don't give oh, a damn. Like, you know, he doesn't care. I love when you <laughs> said he
0: goes. Do, do you remember we recorded you? Yeah, yeah, we recorded.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm showing you. <laughs> you here. You go. Look. No, we recorded you. His ego got him. Isn't this? Yeah, that wasn't me, right?
0: <laughs> as a comedian, you got to you got to love this. This is I'm fertile ground. I'm all in. This
1: is the best. Although Hillary material will be good, too, with cause the Bill. Bill's going to be first guy, man. He's going to the Mac is yeah. back, baby. He's going to be dumb, unreal. The, we'll the think first about man it, of, turn the of the
0: Mac. A hundred million people watched that first debate. There's <laughs> oh, yeah. no way the hundred million would have tuned in if it was Bush and and Hillary. Right. Or anybody else. No, yeah. it's not as
2: entertaining. Trump
0: moves the dial without a doubt, because you do not know what he's going right to say. Right now, yeah. And there's something exciting about that, except... The fact that he may be president, which is scary. Well, 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 you but know,
3: another thing that's, that's, that's killing me over the whole thing with Trump is his supporters, no matter, no matter how dumb of a statement he makes, they're, they're solidly his supporters. Like, they yeah. don't care. No. He, Trump said, he even said, I think a month or two ago, he goes, I could kill someone people would still support me.
1: They'd here's, have to see the knife go in. Yeah. <laughs> so here's, why, here's why I said I, I yeah. don't know who yeah. I'm gonna, I don't know who I'm going to vote for. And I'm not just saying it because I'm not really a political comic yeah, or entertainer, but yeah. but I but I'm, don't know who I'm going to vote for because, okay, Trump does say some obviously off out, the wall, yeah. right? I mean, come on, out of nowhere, you know, stuck in the Neil Cavuto and <laughs> <laughs> a debate. Like it's, you know, and yeah. Howard Stern, yeah, Papa Come on, what are you doing at the oh, I, know. <laughs> oh, I, know. I, I know. know. What are you talking about? All yeah. of a sudden, he's like, you know, it's it's you yeah, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell's never brought up in any presidential debate in history till now. You're right? <laughs> <But> <laughs> who
2: she's voting for? Yeah, <laughs> really.
0: Here's an entertainment show, and we just became Meet the Press.
1: That's because it's huge. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it it's, it's huge. it is. It's huge,
0: but it is really huge. <laughs> and we have passionate we have passionate <laughs> ideas, you know, passionate beliefs. Make America
1: great yeah. again. My favorite thing was Trump <laughs> was when he came to Pittsburgh. We're going to bring back the steel mills back to Pittsburgh. We're going to get those steel mills. I'm like, what is he talking wait, did, about? Didn't he say how's, was, uh, yeah, how's Joe, Joe Paterno? We don't want yeah. that. We've been medical robotics for years. How's Joe Paterno? He won't return my <laughs> he calls. He died, dude. <laughs> uh, so that's you. why he won't return my calls. Let me tell you, China's <laughs> killing us here in Pittsburgh. I went to the old homestead <laughs> mill, and I well, going to talk to that guy, P.F. Chang. Whoever that Chinese guy is, he's <laughs> killing us. Makes great egg rolls, great soup, but he doesn't belong. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling no you, path. every Get comedian in the
0: country is voting for Trump. <laughs> he's just too much material. Too much material. I think everybody that, on Fox is voting for Hillary. The whole everybody bit. wants the opposite
1: end, so yeah. they can complain about exactly. it. Oh, I might go to Trump headquarters to campaign. <laughs> Did you ever meet Trump? Never, not yet. Did you ever meet Trump? Never. He's I never was not, at
0: any I, of the parties
1: where you were with all the never, never. met. amazing. Never, T, you know everybody. i I've, met T, him, I've, met a, I've met a lot of. I, I was ready yeah. for tea to go. Oh yeah, I would part on his boat. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did see Who? Kimmel get to play in his hair though. Didn't he? Who didn't Jimmy Kimmel just play in Trump's hair? Yeah, uh-huh. he, he asked <laughs> yeah. him. He goes. He said, yeah. "I just want to mess your hair up." Yeah. <laughs> I he don't was, think he liked it either. No. I don't think he liked it. You can see it on his it. face. He's like...
0: Yeah. Well, he has a pretty sour face. Who's yeah. the most impressive person you've ever met? Or one that kind of took Jim you back? Jim he, t-
3: he can't breathe. Uh, well, yeah. Jim <laughs> <laughs> He's the shit. <show>. Besides <laughs> uh, Prince. Second oh, Prince. 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 Wow. I felt a little gay when I met you him, You met Prince? Too. Did yeah. you? Yeah, Did you have a Little, little guy love? That, yeah. Love? Really? He's little like He had that aura, you know? That's Prince. Yeah. And I remember... You ever, wow, that's pretty. He's cool. the only person I ever got starstruck over, oh, and I yeah. got to shake his hand and uh, literally started stuttering and fumbling sure. over my words. And and it was one of those things. Was he that I small? Know, little guy? Little guy. Teeny. Little, I mean, yeah. very very tiny guy, man. And uh, did you hug him? It, no, but I, I, when you he way, I, I was like, I felt yeah, like a yeah, like I, I, prince. How did you meet him? Was no it a thing. party or
1: something? No, he had he
3: had a concert. We went to his concert, and a friend of mine knew his his road manager, and. He was like, "Hey, you want to come backstage and, and, uh, and meet him?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." So you know, we go to the concert and I go backstage, and literally we were like waiting in this room for probably about twenty minutes. He walks in, and he didn't acknowledge anybody in the room. There was like a, a ton of people around him, and then uh, basically he goes, "Come over, come, come meet him, come meet him." I was like, "No, nah, I'll, I'll wait." Right? Oh, wow. and, and I remember watching him, and I remember trembling. Like I remember like having like this is the first time I was like ever starstruck in my <laughs> life. And I went up, and I was like. <laughs> how's, how's it going? And I remember looking at my hand, shaking, shaking as I go to shake his hand. I think I would and it, too. I and think his I, voice I, I so deep. He tie. goes, "How are you? Nice to what? meet you." His wow. voice so deep, wow. so no. deep. Di- I mean. Really? It, and I remember, like, I'm okay. <laughs> and I'm
1: like, I just expected- that was
3: my moment to be like, "Hey, what's up? How you feeling?" I can't believe yeah, that's right, voice, I didn't do it, man.
1: I expected him, like, they've "Daddy, hi. No, he, he
3: was so deep God, and I that. I was he, he was just a powerful person to me, and yeah. that, that, that's probably my biggest missed, person, man. I've ever met. It's, a, it's yeah. so sad. It's a big experience yeah. to meet
0: somebody yeah, that you it is. have He's looked up to. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy's met a thousand. Before we go to Jimmy, who have you ever met anybody that was in your eyes?
2: I haven't met a whole lot of people, but I was able to go backstage. I don't know if you guys remember, um, like, Lizzie McGuire, Hillary Duff. Yes. Oh, yeah. Huge. I actually her a time. Huge. Yeah, so that was probably, like... Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. I, w- I felt starstruck with yeah. that. I was obsessed with that Lizzie she McGuire huge, show and Hillary yeah. Duff when... My sister and I were like in middle school. Was, like yeah. well, that's she was awesome the star. Movies. She's yeah. still
0: a good <laughs> actress. I never really met
2: a whole lot of people, but I went backstage and met her, and we we actually talked to her for like ten 15 minutes. She was minutes. nice. She was really yeah, nice. She's a,
0: she, her whole family was really nice. Kind of normal. And then a lot of people. She, she came
2: to <coughs> some of the games because I guess she was married. He's dating a hawker. Yeah, a hawk d- d- married. Yeah. Like to we saw her on the big screen at some some of the Penns games so, this yeah. year. Pretty cool. Yeah,
1: Jimmy. They've got you No. Because you were an agent. You booked all these guys in these events. Give me you first. Did he, did anyone knock you over? Go, oh my God. Billy Elmer. Uh, we already knew that. We already knew that. How about – didn't somebody get you go, oh, wow, I well, can't believe I'm hanging with this long, guy? a long, long time
0: ago, Terry Bradshaw. I saw him. I passed. I was driving, and it was um, – Okay. Uh, I saw a car pass, and it looked just like Terry Bradshaw. And I, he was a passenger. You, met him? you hung out with no, him? No, I was a passenger. It's a weird story. <coughs> a passenger, and I followed him, and I followed him all the way to the airport, and I saw him get out, and it was Terry Bradshaw. And I was going to jump out and say hello to him yeah. because it, then you got arrested. Child, and then I got arrested. No, um, <laughs> and then I thought, man, he's going to think this is weird. Some guy to run up to him. Yeah. And uh, I didn't because I didn't want to, you know, bother him. He's trying to get to his thing. But that was just a, a moment to see somebody. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I always liked him. I but think
1: Steelers like that growing up. Franco Harris. I was always. Impressed with because I like them as a, like him still as a human being class yeah. act. I think I was kind of always Franco Harris I admired a him so guy, much. Think, yeah. Rocky Blyer. Um, you mentioned this, when you said Bradshaw, <clears throat> that's when it hit me. Um, really can't think of. You know, I don't get overwhelmed. By, I mean, Bradshaw no? Franco Franco was probably the one. The wait most a minute. Overwhelmed. Wait a minute. What Franco. about when we did your
0: show at the the Biome and comes oh, backstage? That was amazing. Franco man. Harris Darryl's and Rocky, nice. wasn't it? Both of them come they back, come back goes, can and can me we meet talk. Jimmy before the show. And I go, Jimmy, and Jimmy, and it's, you know, it's a big show, and you know, it's sold out, and there's oh, just wow. a ton of people. And, and I go, Jimmy, uh, Franco, and Rocky, when and he goes, bring him in. Uh-huh. And, and he said, what a, you know, you're getting a pep talk from these guys before yeah. this big show. Surreal that was a, that was a they, surreal moment. Rocky and, oh my yeah. God. Well, it up they big, wanted yeah. to meet
1: you. So I, I, that's, well, yeah, yeah. They've yeah. always been wonderful supporters. I mean, really amazing uh, uh, supporters of my career I mean I remember doing the moth at uh, New Hazel Theater and Franco bought tickets I and mean, his yeah. lovely yeah. wife and I mean people Rocky would come show up at shows but yeah for those guys to be at that show and Well you opened with a standing back. ovation That was amazing You walked out
0: night. on stage standing O That's huge man yeah. That was amazing night. I got And then you ended with a standing O because you, know, you gotta end you, I mean when, you, when they open with a standing
1: You gotta, gotta, gotta close hard it. Yeah <laughs> That was so was much. Like a fun. Show. That was great, Yeah, right, yeah you're right, Dave. That, that was huge. a that was definitely a moment. And, and Rocky. And, and that was Frank, one of the
0: I mean, best live shows yeah. I've ever
1: been involved yeah. in. That was a. We, that was a, That's
0: one of the So we ended the show, and it was just happenstance. Yeah. Everybody's coming out, and we rented the oh. <laughs> uh, foyer of the Renaissance for the post party. <laughs> that was so fun. And the pirates are doing fireworks. Oh, yeah. So that's people right. came on and go. Holy shit! Krenz got fireworks, fireworks after, like, after <laughs> that <laughs> show, and then we went in and had this huge party. It was we the killer it. show. We Frank and I. Really ever when when was this? What year was this? It was May uh, May twenty. 8th of uh, 2012. Is that right? We couldn't have yep. planned it better. Like, yep. you couldn't. have bought really me this watch after
1: yeah. the show, actually. We, yeah, we couldn't have had scripted it better. We just had No, it was perfect. That's perfect huge, Perfect night that's for, huge. for all of us. Yeah, it was so fun. It was so fun. Great, that's great huge. time. Huge. Hey, I got to go to the bathroom. I don't know. If I, I, I got to go to the bathroom. You know what, guys? <laughs> In coffee, honor of coffee day, we're going to end on all of us going to the bathroom right now. I don't know if that's... Inspirational or not. Thank you but. for having me on. Dave, you're I the agree. greatest. You know that. Frankie, thank you. And Ruby, you're the greatest. And thank Gretchen, you so much. And, of course, T-Robe, our special guest. Yes, sir. And thank and you. thank you for letting us have that.
2: Thank you so much. If I could just um, mention a few shows coming no, up in Ruby, Diesel. No, Ruby, you're cut off. No, you're
1: okay. done. <laughs> 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 of course. Can you mention them from the bathroom?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll be really quick. No, no take so, your time. So, um, we have Matoma tonight starting at 9 p.m. Okay. If anyone wants to get tickets, you can find it live at diesel.com. We're, we're hosting Tritonal on October 6th and then Post Malone who's actually been touring with Justin Bieber on October 15th he's his opening DJ so
1: oh that's pretty cool if
2: anyone's interested we have a lot more shows and bands that come through um, tickets at live at diesel.com.
1: you I gotta tell you if you haven't been to diesel you have to go to see a show it's really set up I've been I was fortunate to do a lot of our live uh, we used to do a radio show live there a lot and the way it's set up is just amazing. But I got to tell you, the thing that makes Diesel special is the staff, the people that work there. They treat you, everybody, with respect. And Diesel's I love a that fun place. That. It's a fun place, great atmosphere. Highly recommend seeing a the show there. There's not a bad seat in the house, and I got to tell you, it's the coolest place probably to see a show in Pittsburgh and it's got that intimate vibe yet major league vibe and these are great Definitely. acts coming through so that's yep. great rib that's a lot of fun
2: thank you so much for having me uh, I appreciate always it always <laughs> welcome you thank know you, you
1: work great couple doors down here yep. so you come mm-hmm. back again and we'll, we love hanging here at the lane it's great Gretchen how nice is Gretchen thank you thank for you for out. watching listening. And, and anyone listening out there when we announce come on hang out with us Gretchen are you gonna come back okay. next time uh-huh. good all right we're gonna start we'll start a, we'll start a club. Right? I was, like, I, I was actually worried. It's like, oh, shit, she's stalking me now. No, you're my girl. See, <laughs> any shows coming up we can plug? Anything you're uh, you know think? You October working on some October
3: 12th, 12th I run a Pittsburgh Improv down there uh, for their open mic, but right now we're in our competition season, which oh, December nice. 14th, I always have you come and judge I will, the finals.
1: If I can do but, it. yeah, uh, man.
3: September 12th and, I'm sorry, October 12th and October 26th, Okay Our two big shows We got coming up down there They're Wednesday nights 8 o'clock Oh Uh, yeah I like my new guest set If that's right I've been working on my set hard If you you don't mind Yeah no I'd love to I'd love uh, to Because I've been working on new stuff We're we're still in the preliminary stages Of of the uh, competition But the 26th Is almost sold out already and the okay. 12th has about 150 tickets sold, too. So. And where is that? The Pittsburgh Improv. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah.
3: So come Premier, down and check that uh, out. And, uh, com-
1: the Comedy Club, man. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Come down and it check it out. And, uh, or anyway. I
1: would love for you to close it. You know, either date, let me know. I love it. Thank yeah, you, def- T. You're the best, man. Yeah, Thanks man. for coming on the Definitely, show. Man. Thank you. Anywhere you see T, go out and see that man. He's unbelievable, <laughs> brother. Thank you, T. Thank this you, Jimmy. No restrictions. Thanks again, everyone, for hanging. Out.
0: Thanks for listening to the Pittsburgh Podcast Network. For more content from this show and other podcasts from your favorite Pittsburgh personalities, subscribe for free on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Music, and Stitcher Radio. Just search Pittsburgh Podcast Network on any of these apps and check us out at pittsburghpodcastnetwork.com. Thanks for listening.